Welcome to the Pastor in the Shadow podcast. This is Sunday's message, The Mystery of Marriage. And we're going to start off in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good for that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every little creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave name to all cattle and the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was no not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And as he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now God, he is a trinity. And within that, he needed nothing more. He was perfectly content with just that. But yet he wanted a family. He wanted a family to love, a family to share, and a family to give to. So God created man to be that family. Now, nothing is a surprise to God. Now, I believe that the very moment when he was scooping up dirt that would form Adam, he knew that man would fall, that man would fail. We are made in the image of God. So we are meant to be social. We are meant to be with God, and we are meant to be with each other. We're not meant to be loners. Family is built into our DNA, and God wants us to be happy, successful. He wants to do all these things for us. But when Adam was standing there all alone in that garden, God knew that he needed something more, that he needed help. See, because like friends, they will come and go in our lives. You know, last week we talked about how God will add or remove people from our lives as needed. And that sometimes we go in different directions, things change. We have our children, but they're only in care, our care for a short time. Then after, just as the word says, they go out on their own, they start their own life and start over. Our co-workers change. People in our lives change. The faces that we see in our day-to-day lives, they change. There's only one complete constant from the beginning to the end, and that is God. He knew us in the womb, and he knows us for eternity. The next that, the earthly constant in our life, is to be marriage. Now, you would not know that by today's world, because marriage is no longer considered sacred. It's not important anymore to many. And when something is not sacred, when it's not important, it's not valued, it's not cared for. And this is why marriages fail. You know, I was wondering when I was writing this, is it the same bunch of people that, that make all the excuses for not going to church? Are they also the same ones that make all the excuses for not getting married? 
because they sound so much alike. And God said, yes, they are. They actually do have the same author. Because anything that goes against God, anything that tries to break down God, what he's created, those are the lies of Satan. These excuses are orchestrated by Satan. These people, they say that a marriage is just a piece of paper. And they don't need a piece of paper to say how they feel. Well, baptism is not needed for salvation. But yet, we've seen by the example of Jesus, is something that we should do. Because it is confessing before God and man how you feel. It is an outward show of how you feel. And that's what the marriage ceremony is. It is an outward display. The deed to your house is just a piece of paper. The title to your car is just a piece of paper. Yet every person wants this piece of paper once their loan is paid in full. So if the things in our lives that are connected to a piece of paper are so important to us, why is it that the one person that we give ourselves to totally and completely, and they in return give themselves back to us totally and completely, why do we not want a piece of paper reflecting that? During the Passover, blood was shed. It was placed over the doors. When Jesus died, his blood was shed. He was the living sacrifice. Because blood is the source of life. Blood has the ultimate meaning. And when God makes covenants, he makes binding contracts, he seals them with blood. Marriage is a covenant, a blood covenant. And without being too graphic here, when a married couple, they consummate their marriage, there is a little bit of blood that is shed, something that can only be done once. In some cultures, after the great marriage ceremony and the vows are exchanged, the young couple go off to a room to be alone. They consummate their marriage. And the mother of the bride will bring out the sheets and show this blood, this symbol of this consummation and this covenant. It is so much more than just a piece of paper. Genesis 2 and 24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, they shall cleave to his wife, and thou shalt become one flesh. You guys have all played with Play-Doh at some point in your life, maybe as a child yourself, maybe as you played along with your own children. We, we know what Play-Doh is. Now, if you take two cans of Play-Doh, you know, in two different colors, let's say a can of red and a can of blue, and you smash them together, they're going to stick. They're going to fuse together. They're going to become one. Have you ever tried to take them apart? What's going to happen is it's going to stretch and stretch and stretch and it's going to begin to rip and tear and shred. And there's going to be pieces of the blue that's going to go with the red and pieces of the red that's going to go with the blue. You can't make them the two separate entities that they was before you put them together. And this is what we are when we're coming together. 
When you're intimate with another person and you come together, you are fusing yourselves. And when you separate, you're taking a little bit of that person with you and you're leaving a little bit of yourself behind. And the more time and the more closely intimate you are with a person, the more together, the more intermingled you are. It's like taking them two clumps of clay and just constantly squeezing them together and working them together. We're taking these two colors. We take the red and the blue and we're fusing them together and we're making a completely different color now. Something totally different to become one. We are made in the image of God. God is a trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And marriage is a trinity too. One man, one woman, one God, three separate entities coming together as one unit. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 tells us, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness or unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness. See, now the world, it has a lot of options and a lot of opinions on who we should marry. What makes a couple? And we are so quick to pass judgment and so quick to tell others what they think and so quick to tell others that, that they are wrong based on solely nothing more than our opinions, what Satan lies to us and what the world tells us. Oh, in an effort also to be politically correct. But see, the world, it tells us so much more than what God does. And what the world says doesn't matter. What God says does. See, the world tells us if people's ages are too far apart, then that's not going to work. That's wrong. We can't have a, a much older woman or a much older man and a much younger spouse. It can't happen. If they are two different races, they say that is wrong. We can't do it. If the people come from two different social standings, that's wrong. If they have two different backgrounds, even if one of them has made mistakes in their past, we don't think that's a good fit. We tell them no. But God does not tell us no to any of these situations. 1 Kings 11 and 2, of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go unto them, neither shall they come unto you, for surely they will turn your hearts away of their own gods. And Solomon clave unto these women. God's not concerned about age, race, background, social standings, indifference, mistakes, God only is concerned about if someone is going to turn you away from him. If someone is going to turn you into a different direction and turn you away from God. Now, I don't deny people are wired differently, that we want different things, especially when it comes to who we love. I don't deny that we can all feel and don't feel the same way that everybody says that we should. So when these situations happen, they say that God made them 
this way. There's songs about it. There's t-shirts born this way. Well, you may have been born that way, but God didn't do it. God does not contradict his word. God does not make mistakes. God did not put you in the wrong body. God did not put feelings inside of you that goes against his word. God does not make you gay. The same way that God does not make a baby born with a birth defect and God does not make a baby born addicted to drugs. God does not make you born with a blood disease, with autism. Because all these things are in contradictory to God's word, which says that God is good, that every good thing is from above. God does not do things in contrast with his word. It is sin. It is years of sin since the fall of man running rapid that's caused man to deteriorate. It's what's caused us from living hundreds of years to not even one. It is what's caused disease and sickness and different ways of thinking. It is sin, not God. There's so many things in this world that comes against us. So God wants us to be with a person of like faith. 1 Peter 3 and 1. Likewise, be thy wise and subject to your own husbands, if that obey not the word, and also with your word be in the conversation of thy wives. While they behold the chaste conversation coupled with fear, those adoring, let it not be that outward adoring of plated hair or the wearing of gold or putting on apparel, but let it be hidden in the man's of hearts, which is not corruptible, even the ornament of the meek of the quiet spirit, which the sight of God greats price. For after the manner of the old time and the holy women also who trusted God adorned themselves, being subject to their own heavens, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, those daughters ye of long do well and do not afraid like amazement. Likewise, husbands dwell into them according to your knowledge, giving honor to thy wife and according to the weaker vessel as being heirs of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. We are the ones putting, we are the ones everything should pull in closer to God. God is what keeps us bonded together. Everything that is not in agreement with God is pushing us apart. The stronger we are bonded as one, as a husband and a wife, living in agreement with God, it multiplies our favor and it multiplies the effectiveness of our prayers. It goes far beyond just agreement to serve God. It goes far beyond just where to attend church. But this agreement has to be to all aspects of life. We have to be evenly yoked. Where to live, our finances, how to raise children. We have to be in agreement with our other half. Because men and women, we are more than just physically different. We have different strengths, different weaknesses, different skills, different abilities. And see, what happens is when we become one, their positives become our positives. And our positives help to offset their negatives and vice versa. Where we lack, they excel. Where we excel, 
we make up for their lack. Marriage is a lifelong commitment. God only gives us two reasons to surrender our marriage, and that is only as an absolute last resort. We stand before God in front of his house, in front of our family and our friends, and we show this commitment. We go into covenant with each other and with God, and we wear a ring as a symbol and a reminder. Because God knows that these times will not always be easy. We will be stranded sometimes. If you go into a relationship and you're not fully committed, if you're not all in, if you're not happy with the person as they are, then you're just setting yourself up to fail. We have to have faith in our marriage just like we have faith in God. We are all human. We are sinners. And more often than not, we hurt the ones we love the most. We have to learn things like forgiveness. We have to learn to say, I'm sorry. And we have to learn, most of all, to compromise. Because we are so good at being selfish. We want what we want and we'll do whatever it takes to get it. But marriage is not a give and take. It is not a give and give. It is not a 50-50. It is a 100-100. It is a give and receive. It is a, not a his and hers, but a theirs. You can't go into it thinking you're going to change them. You can't go into it thinking you're going to fix their flaws. Just like God does, you have to love them just as they are. Just as God loves us, just as we are. Because so many times, we have a problem with someone that's really not a problem at all. A woman might say that I love everything about my husband except the way he dresses. And a man might say that I love everything about my wife except how she makes fried chicken. Now, these, neither one of these things are actual problems. They don't affect the relationship. They don't affect the family structure. They don't affect our walk with God. But we are selfish. So what happens is we stop doing our part. We stop giving. We stop loving. We take away the things that are treasured by the other person in an effort to make them to conform to what we want. So that is when a non-real problem starts becoming a real problem because we are tearing down our own marriage for nothing. Now, I know that real problems exist. So what about the real problems when either spouse is doing something or not doing something, something that lacks the effectiveness of the relationship, the happiness of the other? It hurts the family. They're not doing their part. They're fearlessly spending money. They're staying out late. They're not going to church. There's drinking or drug issues. Real situations. We have to be able to talk about it. After God, the spouse should be the one person in your life that you can tell anything to. That whatever you say should never seem unimportant, silly, or threatening in any way. Together, you are one. And you should be able to share anything with yourself. Now, a lot of times, I understand that this doesn't work. The problem is the other person. And nobody likes to hear that they are not up to standard. That when it comes from the other person, the one that you love the most, it makes it hard to hear that you're not doing what you need to be doing. And here's where things can break down really fast. Here's where we try to force the change. We stop giving. We withhold love. We withhold our affection, our intimacy, and our service. 
And what we should be doing is and continuing on and remembering about the third party in our marriage, which is God. Because he is the only one that can truly change a heart. He is the only one that can give you strength to endure. He is essential for any marriage to work. There's some of you listening today that are just fixing to start out your lives. Put God in it right away. And if you've been together for a while and things maybe have been a little rocky, it's not too late. Bring God in and let him fix it. Let him change the course. And if you're single, you're widowed, divorced, it doesn't mean that you cannot overcome. It don't mean the next time can't be better. But you have to change the course of action and fix the things that went wrong the first time. And if you don't have that person yet in your life, if you're looking or the person has gone on and there's a void there, God can fill that void as well. Whatever the question, God is your answer.